Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to 43 Feet, a podcast about leadership. We believe that real leading happens out front. But that usually means you're probably building the next 43 feet of good road for those behind you while you're running the race yourself. My name is Frank Schwartz, known in the gloom of the early morning as Dark Helmet to my F3 brothers. Make way for Dark Helmet. All rise in the presence of Dark Helmet. Every week, I'll be talking with leaders in and out of F3, including regular appearances from my shared leadership team. If I'm going to do this, I'll need my news team at my side. News team, assemble! We're here for candid conversations, to answer questions from around F3 Nation, to pontificate wildly, teach leadership, and otherwise attempt to help you navigate the next 43 feet. And we're back. And we're, we're back. back. <laughs> good to be back. It's good to be back. I'm trying to remember right? the music. <laughs> it, it's uh, it is kind of stuck in the head. Well, we've changed the music a couple times too. So anyway, uh, Pax, welcome back. Here we are again, joined uh, on the 43 Feet podcast, and for week two about goals and goal setting. Uh, in case you weren't aware, I don't think we remembered to uh, mention it at the beginning of last week's show. But we're going to try something a little different going forward. We're going to kind of break these discussions into two discussions um, and, uh, and see how that goes so that we can kind of shorten the time that you're listening um, and you don't have to, you know, kind of dedicate a whole hour every week uh, to, uh, to, to the 43, although we think you should. Um, but just in, just in, the, in the interest of, of, you know, just trying something different, trying something new, um, we're breaking it up. So last week, <clears throat> excuse me. Last week, I was joined by uh, my man Beans and my man Hello Kitty and my man Gobbler, and they are here back with me again this week, and we were talking about goals. Last week, we talked about some individual goal kinds of things, and, and Beans talked about smart goals and you know, the, the advantage of, of having those, and Kitty talked about you know, having a purpose behind your goals and, and making sure you've got a solid why 
uh, for why that is. And we talked a little bit about the, the fact that a lot of guys need something to train for. Or they just won't have, um, they won't have consistent fitness. They won't have consistent things. So they have to have some sort of goal, some sort of, you know, carrot dangling out in front of them in order to perform. And, uh, and so we're going to pick that discussion back up now this week. And I, I want to throw something out there because this is something I've struggled with my whole uh, adult life. I think I've gone back and forth on this and I've done it one way and I've done it another way. And I'm finding more and more uh, lately, or certainly over the last few years in, in being an F3, when I was, you know, deep into business ownership and working with coaches and stuff, BMG talked about having a coach and or dog walker, still undetermined what that person was. Um, you know, we, we, I, I spend a lot of time, you know, making goals and, and having performance metrics and all this kind of stuff. And I would, I would attend these goal setting sessions every year in January, um, you know, to, uh, you know, to look at all the different areas of my life, you know, the spiritual aspect of life and then the, the, uh, you know, the, the work aspect and then the money and the, you know, and you set all these goals, you know, kind of in all these different areas of your life. And, and, and that was wonderful. And I think it really works for some people. Mm -hmm. I found that more often than not, I would come up short and then I would be really frustrated. And since I am not great at, uh, you know, operationally like gobbler or beans or something like that. I'm not really good at always, you know, kind of dialing back and going, okay, what are all the minute steps that I would need to get to this particular goal and then program them in and, and I'll skip and I'll, you know, like, I'm, it's just not how I live my life. Right. And so I would, at the risk of sounding like a, um, uh, an arrogant jack wagon. Um, I think I'm a pretty effective human being. I find myself mm -hmm. to be, you know, pretty, uh, pretty effective. Pretty I out there. So what, do you, so what do you think? How many Thanks, do you, Gob. Uh, do you, you hear me say there's worse out there? Well, that's um, true. I mean, yeah. A lot. No, I'm a pretty yeah. effective human being. And so, but I don't, I don't currently, I don't really set goals. Yeah. I, I have things that I look at, I'm trying to improve myself. Now, again, I might be just kidding myself. And, uh, and, you know, maybe it's just a matter of semantics to some degree, right? but I don't write down and say, well, these are my eight goals for the year. These are my 10 goals or seven goals, whatever it is. Right. I don't do that. I look at the, that I want to improve in my life mm -hmm. uh, in these areas. And what I do is I try and figure out what bricks, like what are the bricks? And then I sort of let it take care of itself. Right. So to some degree, like my, my initial brick with the, uh, I'm trying to give a good example. Um, well, well, we'll just go simple, right? Uh, you know, just even working out, right? The the my first break, you know, way back when was you know just get up, not be fat, yeah, not be fat. That was my, you know, I just want to figure out how to not be fat. But like now, you know, I don't I don't spend a lot of time going. I will meet this goal of you know three hundred workouts in the year. Some guys yeah. do that, and yeah. it drives them, and they and that that really motivates them. It does not motivate me at all at all oh i'm the we've got a you know we've got a whole spreadsheet challenge here in carpex yeah carpex leadership care. challenge to yeah. make it to all these aos and cue all these things and and i go in there and sort of look every now and then and kind of see how i'm doing but i, I don't plan any of that out like it's sort that... of just it sort of happens and then i just check yeah. the boxes off so i'm with you on yeah. that i think probably my, my guess is with you we'll put you on the couch here right now yeah, yeah. Uh, psychology sessions you are very big thinking but you're also you're very missional right like you're you're a mission yeah. driven kind of individual and leader uh and I, so I, my guess is because you stay so focused on is this missional am i meeting the mission and whether it's a free mission family mission sure. mammon mission i yeah. think because you probably are so focused there 
it probably lets you get by without having to establish a lot of sort of capital G goals, yeah. as Dredd would say, right? Right. Capital right. G goals from that standpoint. You've got goals along the way. They're just not big, drawn, thought out, big level sort of goal setting is what it seems like for me. And it probably works. It's, that's what I was saying. You're like, I think I'm reasonably effective. So it seems like it's working, but Gobbler, you look like you want to say something. Go ahead. I, I think what we're, you know, when you first start out, what you're trying to achieve is very, for lack of a, another word, simple. It's very measurable, very simple. When you first started to go, the, you know, the mile markers are very close together. You know, when you're getting there, they're very measurable. But as you go through life, and this is the same personal as well as organizational as you go up in an organization, the goals you're trying to achieve, you know, when you first start an organization working for a company, they're laid out for you, goal oriented, you know, when you get to them. Um, but as you go up in an organization, the goals are now who's setting them for you, right? Um, and of course, you run your own company, so you're setting your own goals <laughs> when you or when you were running your own company. Uh, but even when you get the top of, or closer to the top of the company, you find out, and it's true for military or civilian, it doesn't really matter, that they become more nebulous. And so you can't use traditional goal setting measures to determine success anymore. You have to um, kind of kind of do what you do, set yourself on a course, have a mission, and then constantly have a kind of constant check-in, like, are we staying on mission? And then trust the idea that if you're constantly staying on mission, you, and you're moving forward, you have forward momentum, then you are, you know, you're, you're doing the right thing. And so it requires, in my opinion, more discipline, because you don't get that immediate feedback of meeting goals. You have to kind of understand and so this this works in weightlifting i think it's a great example when you first start weightlifting shocking numbers that you come would like say this. that say what shocking that you would say that yeah. <laughs> you know you start weight you know your squat goes up your bench goes up you're constantly hitting prs but after a while everyone knows prs don't come every month every week they come once a year every two years and so mm -hmm. now yeah you're still following a plan you got a goal but you're actually trusting the process more than anything else I'll tie on to that because I think that's exactly it. Like for me, goals are about two things. Goals for me are about keeping me focused on something that I want to create a new habit around mm -hmm. um, that just doesn't automatically happen. Like I don't now set goals saying I want to work out this many times per week because it just happens. It's a habit. I do it. I don't even need to think about it. I get up in the morning, go out to F3, do workouts. So I don't have a, a workout goal per se. Um, but if there's new habits that I need to create, help putting a goal that's specific behind that and making sure I'm intentional about it helps me try to create that habit. And then the other thing it does with having goals is keep me focused on the things that are most important to me in life. Because life is constantly trying to push and pull you all over the place. And without that focus, even if it's just a simple reminder of the categories that are of importance to me, uh, it keeps me from just moving over here and going over there and being pulled over here and saying yes to this and saying yes to that. Now, we know life is not balanced. That whole balanced life is just a, a fallacy. It doesn't really exist. But I do believe in the plate spinning uh, analogy where we have all these things that are important in our life and we got to spin those plates and keep them going. And every once in a while, having these goals, I look over and I see that plate is getting awful wobbly. I need to give it some attention before it falls and cracks on the ground. Um, so those are the really things that, and I, and I think what you're saying, uh, though, is it's the same thing for you. You just, we just talk about it in a different way. So I was kind of wondering is if it's, yeah. if it's more just the semantics of it, because I, I like what you said about 
uh, habit creation, because I think that's really what I'm way more interested in. And I really appreciate what Gobbler said, because, you know, again, at the, you know, when I'm running my own company, obviously no one's setting goals for me. I have my own performance metrics that I set for myself, you know, or whatever. And I kind of know what needs to get done. And I was setting them for other people maybe, but, but it never really stuck for me uh, really, really well. And now that I am, you know, gainfully employed, uh, and I sit near the top of the organization, I'm, I'm finding the same thing. You know, they don't even necessarily have a great sense because there's a new role, you know, this didn't exist before. And so I'm trying to, you know, guide uh, culture in this organization. You know, it's not something that they've ever intentionally, uh, you know, gone after before. Right. And so a lot of it is still, you know, me making it up. And so when I look at, you know, how I live my life or what I'm trying to do to improve, it really is that it really is around that, you know, creation of habits that will help me to further my mission. Um, and, and usually it's my personal mission. I mean, I really try and focus mostly on that and then recognize that, that by doing so through the vehicles or inside the organizations of my mammon or of F3 or of church or whatever it might be, as I focus on my own mission, as they relate to the mission of those organizations, I find new ways and, and I don't remember if you said it or if Gobbler said it kind of trusting the process. Was that you, Gob, that said that? Yeah. Like, you know, like I'll give an example, like my, um, you know, I used to really be bad at, and Dredd can, can attest to this, right? I would, I would complain all the time, like about my, my praying, you know, or my reading, um, you know, my study and that kind of thing. Right. And I would always be like, I'm not doing it right. I'm not, you know, it's still kind of a mess, blah, blah, blah. And finally he was like, what, you, what is it that you think is such a mess? Like, why don't you tell me what it is you're doing? Oh yeah. Uh, you know? And I told him and he was like, I don't know why you He's think like, what's the problem. There's no problem. Yeah. What is the mess here that you think it you know, exists? And I, you know, I had these preconceived notions about like what it's supposed to be like, Yeah. you know, and I would tell myself this story. And so what I found is as I kind of relaxed and said, okay, look, this is just about improvement. You know, this is just about doing a little better, you know, kind of that 1% idea. Right. And so, you know, my prayer went from, you know, I tried to be very formal and, you know, I would kneel down and fold my arms and bow my head and, you know, whatever. Right. And that just never really worked. And I would find it frustrating because I could never do it, you know, quote unquote correctly. Um, But as I just sort of said, you know, in my mind, like I, I just sort of think about these things all day long now, you know, and when it, when it sort of hits me, um, I, I talk out loud if that's, you know, if, if the situation lends itself to that. Right. And I pray and I, and I discuss things and I, you know, whatever it might be. Right. And I found so much more peace and, and purpose in that than I ever did trying to do it in this, you know, prescribed way. And then what I noticed is as I would incorporate some small behavior toward a little bit better, a little bit of improvement, you know, the, the, the process starts shaping itself, you know, the reading changes to, oh, I read a verse and it changes to, Oh, I read verses until I felt, or, you know, some, something hit me, you know, or I, I gleaned something from it or, you know, something like that. Right. I found something worth sharing or, you know, whatever the things are. Right. But I, I, I find little ways just to, to improve the behavior mm-hmm. rather than worrying about like, I will read seven pages every day. Yeah. And that that's what Bees are saying, right. It's that habit. Yeah. It's that habit forming. It's that behavior right. forming. Hey, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. Mm right? Constant consistency. And I mean, you know, I, I don't, I'm not really saying that tongue in cheek. I'm being serious, right? No, like the, be con- So if you're like, I need to be better at praying, it's like, cool, do it, do it all the time. Just have those yeah. conversations. And that's, a, that's another really be constant in the pursuit of that, your other goals. 
Exactly. I was just going to say like the consistency actually is turns out that that maybe that's the goal. Maybe my goal, if I'm, if I have to put something on it is to be consistent because that's the the driving factor and the driving force. A lot of times behind everything that I'm doing is to figure out how to, to do things with enough consistency that, that the change over time is, is, you know, it's like Galbraith said, right. The discipline is far more important, at least to me than, you know, the achievement. I prefer the discipline over the achievement. Right. You know, it's well, it, um, it, it's sort of early December and guys start thinking of 2023 and, you know, there's this been this movement in and around F3 and in a lot of friend circles around this sort of one word. Boy, think about yeah. the word consistent, right? For your 2023 in whatever walk of life as a husband, as a father, as a leader, right? Yeah. At F3, uh, you know, consistent, man, consistency, right? It yeah. is, the, is a great uh, succession point for goal achievement. For sure. Yeah. And you can and, be consistently bad at stuff too, by the yeah. way. <laughs> right. And I think uh, I, the the flip side of that, and actually, I think why, um, as you mature and you go through that, and you kind of settle into that that consistency, and you start to kind of just trust the process, and you go through. The counter to that is that you actually need peers more when you get into this phase. You see, before you have a subjective standard, you either met it or you didn't. And you don't actually need someone to tell you if you hit this or hit that. But as you go through the process, you need someone to go, you know what? Uh, you just bullshitted that, that you know, you, you mailed it in today. You had more because it's a lot easier when you're in that, when we get to this phase where it's ambiguous, where you're quote unquote trusting the process to become lazy in the process and not and and lie to yourself. It's easier to lie to yourself. And so I so I think that the irony is that we we think that as we get mature and we get to this phase where we're just trusting the process and we're going through that we actually can go at it alone. But it's actually the inverse that the more you get up to the top, the, the higher up, the more you need people to call you on your crap. And that is what happens when in all industries leaders go they go up. And they think, oh, I've made it. I don't need anyone to hold me accountable. And to quote uh, a division commander of mine, the higher up the flagpole you go, the more your ass shows. And that is absolutely the truth. Like, like it, it never fails. I do something, I get, I get, you know, accolades, and it's almost within a week something's coming, and I screw up. Just to, just, and I swear that it happens to me just to remind me I'm not infallible. And I have to eat crow and I have to say, you know what? Yeah, I still make mistakes. It doesn't matter. And so we need to understand that balance. Just because you're maturing mm-hmm. doesn't mean you don't need peers, don't need, mean you don't need your brothers. In fact, you need them more. No, well, very true. And, and, and there are less and less people that feel comfortable calling you on your crap when you do get up to that point. And you have to explicitly give people that right because a lot of times people won't feel comfortable doing it. Um, and one of the things that I think is a common thing that you can give crap on is that we are talking about end of year and looking at 2023. But the reality is you don't need to wait. You don't need to wait to set a goal for, hey, this is going to be my 2023 goal. I'll start right in 2020. Why not start now? Just put it on paper. Start it now. And the other reason why I found for myself, and I'm, my guess is some of you, um, at least on the screen, or some of you out in the audience probably fall, fall into the same as myself, where uh, I'm, I'm ridiculously hard on myself. I am my own worst critic, my own worst enemy. And putting things on paper and tracking it 
actually gives me a point in time to be able to look at what I have done and give myself a little bit of credit for that. Mm -hmm. Where if it's not out there, more than likely, I'm going to be hard on myself and say, oh, I didn't do this. I didn't do this. I didn't do this. But then you you accomplish probably more than you realize. But putting something on paper and tracking it a little bit gives you the opportunity to look back at what you actually have done. In the words of John Bon Jovi, the great John Bon Jovi, life's the journey, not the destination. Aye. My brother. <laughs> if we were playing a song on this podcast, I'm I'm, I'm so sure glad that could be that it. you clarified because I thought you were going to say something along the lines of living on a prayer not through the heart <laughs> and you're too blame. Yes, absolutely. You give love a bad name for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, so as we as we kind of you know we're kind of winding down on our time here, but um, so and we don't want to make a recommendation. We don't make a recommendation, but. I do think that there are, and I wonder what you guys think. Of, let me let me ask it this way: Is it simply does everybody have to have goals, or is it kind of a, an individual thing? Like some things, like having written down specific goals, motivates some guys to do more and be better, and it doesn't other guys. And are those other guys? Is it kind of like, well, look, you know, it's just not going to work for you. You're never going to achieve very much. Or, you know, or is it different? Because it's, um, you know, you hear a lot of these guys out there in the, in the world, in the marketplace, in the whatever, and it's kind of like, well, you know, a goal not written down is just a wish, you know, and, and some of this, you know, kind of hustle, you know, mentality sort of stuff, like, and it, and it really kind of demonizes guys who don't, mm -hmm. you know, who are, who are a little more like me, who don't really set goals in a traditional way. I, yeah. So my thought is, um, your your mission, your life mission, your your various missions throughout, whether it's your mission as a husband, as a father, right, as a business owner, as a boss, all these things, right? Those mission statements are goals, right? My mission, right? God put me on earth to connect people to something bigger than themselves. Th there's goal. That, that's a goal every day. Okay, I'm that's a very that fair goal, point. That is right? a very every fair day point. I'm striving for that goal. Then again. Throughout the year, I've got different goals of things I'm trying to hit. So it's I'm, I'm kind of a combo guy. I'm with. I'm I wonder. If, I wonder guy. if it's like uh, those things during the year. Maybe those are small G, and those the purpose is a big G. Purpose is a big G. Yeah, I don't know. Now uh, I'm a big G. Speaking of a big see, G, I got the money. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> G thing. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Gob. You know, at the end of the day, um, people who, in my opinion, and what I've seen is that. When you put yourself in a deadline, when you put something on the calendar, you are more likely to accomplish it. So, you know, you want to look at small G task oriented things. You, you need to put it on the calendar. You need to put it on a deadline. You you will more Agreed. likely accomplish it. So if you've got you want to do a grow ruck, sign up for one. Right. Not tomorrow, but, you know, not. Heck yeah. Sign up Get going. Put, put a I mean, some people do. And it's not a really great idea. Uh, but yeah. But, but yeah, you, you need to subject yourself to that deadline aspect. You know, I tell people all the time, like, well, we don't know. Put it on the calendar. We'll adjust it once we have more information. But when it's on the calendar, you're more likely to get it done. Um, hands down, I've seen it time and time again. When it comes to, you know, our large egos, you got to be moving towards something. You got to be about something. Um, and those little G goals help you accomplish your big G goal. But uh, and they and they form practice. And if you're going to be a leader of an organization. Uh, and and set goals for people. You probably should practice on yourself first. So, talking about you know, practice. <laughs> you know, make your mistakes on yourself. 
before you take them and make them on other people. Uh, and this applies to goal setting as much as anything. So, um, and besides, kids need to see the example. Yeah, well, also true. Helmet, you, uh, I, I think you kind of represent the opposite of this end of the spectrum where there's people who sit and focus on writing goals all day long and get really specific and, oh, wait, let me tweak, fine tune, but never take any action. So, you know, I, I'd much rather have a person that kind of knows their overall why, their overall mission, and is acting every single day without writing, tracking, than someone who's spending the time to get so specific and, and doesn't really take any action. Um, so you can have that other end of the spectrum, too. Very true. Very, very true. Look, fellas, it's, it's uh, PAX, as you listen, I'm telling you, there's, uh, there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of ways to skin this cat, I guess, is the way to say it, right? And, uh, and there's no uh, Mia, what? not that cat, not you, not you, Kitty. Um, but uh, there's a lot of ways to get this done. And and there's no one right way, I guess, mm -hmm. really, you know, in the big scheme. And I, I really I appreciate what everybody said, especially about tasks, because you make a good point, God, like, if I don't put a, uh, you know, especially like at work or things like that, I have deadlines, I have things I have to accomplish by a certain time. And if I don't put it on there, it'll never get done, right? But I guess I was thinking kind of in, in more of the, uh, the big G, maybe uh, in that sense. But as, as we often say uh, on this podcast, it's, uh, it's not easy. It's complicated. It's hard work, yeah. right? It's, uh, it's hard work. But uh, by golly, if it, was, uh, if it was easy, we wouldn't need leaders, would we? Aye. 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 Thanks for listening to the 43 Feet Podcast. If you like what you heard on the show, or if it's helped you in some way, we'd ask you to rate us, write a review, and share us with your friends and networks. It really does help others to find us. If you have questions, comments, or concerns, write us at questions at 43feetpodcast.com or tweet us at 43feetpodcast. The climb we're on to create virtuous leaders isn't going to be easy, but we'll get there 43 feet at a time. <laughs>